was that the, that Attack on Titan that you were? <laughs> huh? Attack on Titan? Oh, yeah. yeah. So Attack on Titan, apparently in the manga. Spoilers for Attack on yeah. Titan, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers for Attack on Titan. That's how we're going to start this podcast. Yeah, it's a great way to start. Just oh, check out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Alex Sanchez. Nice to meet you. Attack on Titan <laughs> in the manga becomes a very explicit pro-Nazi like Whoa. thing. Yeah. So it turns out <laughs> that the people inside the Titans mm-hmm. um, all live in this separate place mm-hmm. where they've been put in concentration camps mm-hmm. and like they have to wear stuff on their uh they have to wear like badges on their arms mm-hmm. and like uh, a very unsubtle allegory right for... and it's heavily implied that they deserve it hmm yeah hmm yeah whoa yeah i <laughs> loved attack on titan <laughs> we'll see what happens when we get there because <laughs> like <laughs> yeah um because there's also like a weird like science fiction thing with it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that I, provides some distance. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still like. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, it's already really fucking dense. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, And not only is it dense, it also just like punches your emotions in the face. It is constantly. so. Oh. Man, yeah. that first episode made me cry so mm. much. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of media that punches you in the face, uh, Black Mirror. Yeah. Um, that that seems like a similar analog, which is just like, hey, first episode, we're fucking pigs. Mm-hmm. If you can't stick around for this, sorry, you bud. might not enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is true because it like, I don't, I can't say it gets. No, there's definitely worse. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I just really love, uh, like science fiction is my jam. Yeah. Same. Um, like, which is weird. Cause I enjoy, I don't know. I think I enjoy elder scrolls more than fallout. Interesting. Um, Interesting. There's denser lore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm still like much more of a science fiction person. Mm-hmm. May- we'll see what happens with Starfield, but, um, you know, Starfield. No, tell me um, about it. So Bethesda's making a like actual sci-fi. Oh, a space, RPG. A yeah, space yeah. going one. Okay. Yeah. So it's like just take the Bethesda formula and mm-hmm. just put it in space. Easy. Like, Sweet. I'm Great. Down. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play Fallout One or Two? The no. Troika ones? No. Mm, those um, are good. Troika? I think I own them, but <laughs> The good Troika game <laughs> is Arcanum of Steamworks and Magic Obscura. So it's a top-down RPG, just mm. like Fallout 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. But it takes – it's like a steampunk one. Okay. Um, and there are so many fun role-playing things you can do in that game. You mm. can play as a savant, which gives you mm-hmm. like plus six to your intelligence, but also you can only take dialogue options that the dumbest characters have. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody knows you're smart, but you're great with like electronics and stuff. That is so good. It's like, very good. That's – that's a level of meta from like D and D that doesn't like sneak its way into video games exactly. very well. Um, cause that is something that like, cause I once did a D and D campaign where I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super fun it's to so play an fun idiot. to play a dipshit. I love uh, it. <laughs> um, but like those aren't character decisions. Like I feel like when most people play RPGs, 
they're just kind of playing themselves mm-hmm. in that character. Mm-hmm. Like they're not really like trying to take on the role. Yep. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I'll just play like the good run because that's, mm-hmm. I can't do this to people. And it's like, that's fine. But it's like, I don't know with, with D and D type stuff. Like you can really yeah. like, Oh, my character's intelligence is like eight. Right. Uh, <laughs> So he wouldn't know that he would know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I think I, fun. I, I was playing a, uh, a dragonborn paladin Ooh. and like he was, um, uh, again, his intelligence was like eight. Yeah. Uh, and so whenever he would pray to Bahamut, Bahamut would be like, God damn it, this guy. again." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love playing low intelligence, high wisdom characters. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Because uh, it's like, oh, help me, Bahamut, with the thing. It's like, just, just here, fucking... just shh, here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's, I feel like there, there's a weird balance between like the kind of video games I enjoy playing because um, I don't have time. I'm in grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so my favorite games to play are like short and like, my favorite game of all time, at least right now, is Transistor. It's a great um, game. And it's, like, I don't know, like, five hours long. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful story, beautiful art, and it's fun as hell to play. Yeah. But it's, like, short. Yep. So it's fine. Like, That's why I like roguelikes a lot. Mm. Um, I like just being able, to, being able to, like, do a run of a game yeah, in, like, yeah. 45 minutes and then die and then go do something right. I'm supposed to do. And that probably speaks as to, like, why, like, Fortnite and Apex... Mm-hmm. Uh, Apex, did I just say? <laughs> yeah, you did say Apex. I heard it. <laughs> I may be a musician. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you can just play mm-hmm. a battle royale game. It's like, oh, got that one in. And then just like, yeah, go on about your business. And so you don't have to fucking go into like a 500 hour like Witcher exactly. run. Exactly. <laughs> mm. um, which, what's your favorite game? Kirby Air Ride. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elaborate, please. Well, um, it is. A, it's just it feels so fucking good. Did you ever play Kirby Air Ride? I think only like once or twice. OK. I never owned a GameCube, so. Totally fair. <laughs> um, Kirby Air Ride is my favorite game because it is one button. Mm-hmm. You Yeah, it's there. There's no acceleration button, really. <laughs> there's just a button to like stop charge up and then boost Mm. um and there's a a mode where you run around this whole city collecting power-ups for five minutes and (laughs) then everybody does a race with all the power-ups that they gathered it's yeah it's a great loop because it's like just long enough to like that you don't feel like what it's already over but it's Mm -hmm. not too long to where anyone gets bored yeah yeah it's just um precision fun strike Mm -hmm. it's like a (laughs) it's i've never seen anything so mathematically perfect as a way to generate fun Mm -hmm. yeah no that's true i i think that i mean nintendo is something that i missed out on gotcha i I was a xbox uh i'm with you grew up with an xbox and so like halo is my jam sure probably also contributes to why i'm such a science fiction brain yeah um 
which by the way, the Halo lore Love it. and stuff is top it's really good. I've read most of the books. Yeah. yeah. And it's um better lore at times than like Star Wars. I'll say it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. Unfortunately, Fall of Reach is a very good book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I don't I don't I'm I'm not stoked about that because <laughs> it's all very like fashy pro troop stuff. Yeah, but no, yeah. Unfortunately, it's good. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I think I've tried twice now to start reading Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. and both times I'm like, <sighs> Yeah. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> no, I haven't. Watch the movie first, then read the book. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because the movie makes it clearer that it's a parody of military culture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like. You know, I enjoy the Halo books and sure. stuff, and it's like, hey, military stuff, but there's like a, a sense of like humanity exactly. at least that you get with it. Exactly. Um, whereas in Starship Troopers, it's just like, I don't know if I really yeah. am okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's messed up. And I think that's the point of the book. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. Um, fun fact about uh, Halo, though. Uh, so Bonnie Ross, who's the head of uh, 343 Industries. Yeah. Um, Whenever uh, Halo 1 came out, um, she didn't – she worked for Microsoft, but she didn't work for, like, Bungie or whatever. She got to read Fall of Reach before playing <gasps> Halo 1. Whoa. Right? That fucking blew my mind. That's – honestly, should be required. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like – I feel like everyone who – just plays Halo for like oh multiplayer and teabagging and shit mm-hmm. like they missed just, out. Just take a step in there because mm-hmm. it is so good and better than Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> but it's Star Wars. Yeah, that's, uh. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I, none of the games I play really are racing games. I don't mm. like. I don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't play Mario Kart or whatever. Yeah, but my two favorite games are racing games. Ooh, Kirby Air Ride and then Jack X Combat Racing. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> the Jack and Daxter racing yeah, yeah. game. I played so much of that. <laughs> and I recently bought it on the PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, it holds up, which I was not expecting. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty good. What, why is it that like... Um, I There were a lot of RPG elements to it. You could really level oh. up a car and put different parts on your car. That's different. And... Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of like, yeah, it was mm. good. Kind of reminds me of like Need for Speed Underground. Yep. Kind of use that that same. Yep. Uh, hey, build up money and make your car nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's always just like, let me just, yeah, just make. Like I don't, I can't remember if there were cheats or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is it more fun? Like, do you play it? Because you enjoy it with other people, or do you just enjoy it by yourself? Kirby Air Ride is an other people game. Mm-hmm. Jack X is a by yourself game. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, since we're on this topic of video games, yeah, you're listening but, to Gamer Chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's bleed into comedy a little bit. Sure. What's a really good funny game like good game that has comedy in it and that does it well i liked donut county donut country or donut county i can't I don't remember know which one um it it is a game about it's like real short um hmm. but it's a game about 
you control holes. It's like reverse Katamari. You control oh. holes and you've got to like move them under things to make the thing fall into the hole to make the hole bigger so you can eat bigger oh. things. That is reverse Katamari. It's reverse That's Katamari. <laughs> it's very fun. And the jokes in it are great. Yeah. Because um, it, it does feel like sometimes like games try jokes and it's like you're a video game writer. Not yeah. No, a it, it can come <laughs> off very epic bacon. When a, <laughs> right, like <laughs> it can come off like your video game was written by Chivers. Yeah, if you don't do it, if you don't uh, do better. Uh, Newgrounds is a weird yeah era in the. Although, um, I mean, one of the biggest like indie darlings, like Edmund McMillan. Yeah, he like grew out of Newgrounds. Yes, he did, and top notch. He did All great. This stuff. Um. There was one um, spewer, I think. Did Ed McMillan do Toss the Turtle? I don't think so. Okay. I don't um, know why I thought he did. There's an old one called Spewer that I know that he did. You yeah. played like this little worm thing and it would like throw up. Mm-hmm. But like, so it was, it was a puzzle platformer. And so like you would, at first it was just like, oh, try and get to like the other side. But you would like throw up and like, fill this hole oh. with like your throw up so you could like swim across whoa um and then you would like eat certain like power-ups that would change the cool. consistency of his throw up and like i thought it was a really awesome That's mechanic genius. yeah and like i don't know why it hasn't turned in like why it hasn't turned it into something yet mm-hmm. i mean i know that he's like, busy yeah but i mean People just keep asking for more binding binding of Isaac. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, I get it, yeah. <laughs> but like that is a really cool mechanic that yeah. I feel they could do a lot more with. Um now I'm just meta podcasting. Listen to uh Humans Who Make Games. Yeah. Um uh Adam Conover hosts. Okay, it. okay. Um and he interviews game developers. Um and Edmund McMillan was on it and didn't mention Spear, which is like tragic. <laughs> but like that's super his like style, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, like gross out. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, he said that like most of his stuff as he was starting out was just dead baby jokes. So, yeah. Well, yeah. that was Newgrounds. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like there's there's this, like internet culture has reached a point. To where now there's like generations. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, I'm kind of a meme scholar. Like, oh, same. Um, <laughs> and so if you're like, oh, you guys remember Oh Really? I do remember yeah, Oh Really. Like, do you remember Lol What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then even like I think just ancient is like Dancing Baby. Dancing Baby was the first yeah. meme. Everyone knows about that one. Yeah. Uh, Homestar Runner was yeah. a big one in the very early base. 2000s. All Your Base. Yeah. yeah. Remember when <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did a tweet that referenced All Your Base? I think so, but like... I was, Pretty good. That's, <laughs> yeah, and that'll... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, I actually tried to do a, a panel at an anime convention about memes, but it, it didn't go right because the, their technology was, was not great at... Tokyo and Tulsa. I'm still bitter about it, but, uh, (laughs) 
um, it's weird seeing like, cause th- there was like a, a YouTube spree and like a new mm-hmm. ground spree, but then like now, now we're on, I guess Facebook memes, like Facebook and Twitter are like mm-hmm. the, that's where the memes come. Yeah. From, yeah. yeah. Um, and Facebook memes and Twitter memes are so different from one mm-hmm. another. Yeah. Um, but it's also really get into meme taxonomy. Oh yeah. No, yeah. uh, we can get into it. Uh, <laughs> see, see all the things that are wrong with our brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like, I don't know what, so I have like a philosophy for sharing memes. I don't share when memes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would never share a when meme. Um, there, I do have a caveat though, which is like, if I actually laugh, it's still worth sharing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they're like three layers of irony deep. Right. To where it made me laugh. So I'm like, sure, I'll share. Like when lemon and it's just like a guy with a flashlight and there's a lemon. That's a good meme. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it, yeah, but that's a good post. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I was like, it's a when meme, but like, mm-hmm. damn it. Got me. <laughs> um, but like we've we're, we've really like made an evolution. Oh and, yeah, and now we've gotten to the point that like memes themselves, like meme formats, live and die in like two or three days. Yeah, and it's oh here's the format, here's like the next layer of that format, then here's the meta format, mm-hmm. and then we've exhausted all that we can. Right. It's there's so many people posting that you churn through every possible permutation and iteration of a joke Mm -hmm. in record time. It's just a content mill. Yeah. Yeah. People. No one's getting paid for it. Mm. Yeah. That's a weird thing, too, that like so like with comedy, it's like you you really want credit mm. because it's like, hey, this all feeds into like my machine here. But like memes, anyone can make a good meme. Yep. And it just like goes out into the ether and you could be like, you could be the one who originated what, like smiling Pooh bear. Mm -hmm. Like that's a great, um, I like that one a lot, but like no one knows who that is. Mm -hmm. No one cares. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like you can't just, you can't even go on the internet and go like, I started smiling Pooh bear. It's like, fuck you, dude. Like no one cares. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. What were you going to say? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the, the difference that like the evolution, um, I kind of have like a, there's stages. Mm-hmm. So there's just like the original format. Right. Um, which is kind of just set a punchline. Yeah. Someone does a post. That's yeah. step one. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's just like, slightly altered permutations which Mm -hmm. is it's the same post but with different words yeah and it's like same joke slightly different Mm -hmm. cool and then they like put something on top of it yeah like now you have people photoshopping like a a thing into it Mm -hmm. so it's like it's the same meme but i added a thing now it's another layer yeah it's a (laughs) remix of two or three memes yeah yeah Yeah. and then you get to the meta layer Mm -hmm. where the meme acknowledges itself mm-hmm. and then it's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. once, once it goes, once it acknowledges itself, then it's like, we have nowhere else to go. Yep. 
and it's, that's it. It's strip mining for jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it just is a, just an absolute scorched earth, get everything you can out of it and leave mm. it dead kind of thing. Is there like, I don't know, you can't put memes in comedy now. Like you no. can't do stand up on memes because no. it, that joke dies like in a week. Yep. Memes <laughs> are so ephemeral. It's weird. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but they stay forever. Yeah. Like I, you know, I still remember dog fort memes. Do you remember dog fort? Dog fort was on Reddit in 2010. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was just a bunch of people posting pictures of dogs that looked like they were about to go on a military thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> be like a dog in a pillow fort and it'd say, hello, this is dog fort. And then like a dog in a soldier hat being like, sure, I've sure. infiltrated. Doesn't matter. I don't yeah, know yeah. why I'm talking about this. Right. No, that's, <laughs> but that's the thing that yeah. like, that's how there's also like a progression. Yep. Like probably the deep web and then 4chan yep. and then Reddit. Mm-hmm. And then Twitter and then Facebook. I would say <laughs> that it Twitter gets to stuff before Reddit does by usually a couple of days. Okay. Um, tum, t- Tumblr and Twitter usually get stuff around the same time. I don't like having Tumblr in my wheelhouse of my brain because yeah. Tumblr's Tumblr. But yeah, you're right. Look, <laughs> Tumblr's good. I Tumblr's better than Reddit, I would say. Um, mm. Well, just because it's not as... Reddit, unless you're going on very specific subreddits, tends mm. to lean very right wing. Um, As with I Tumblr mean, leans left. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah. But t- Tumblr's memes tend to be more surreal in a way that I really like. Yeah. Uh, I think that there's a, there's a sort of magic in images that don't have any text mm-hmm. that are just like funny in and of themselves or weird in and of themselves. Yep. Um, like the classic of there's like a guy kneeling and there's like a whole bunch of people around him and he's like holding two hot dogs and crying. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect picture. <laughs> like, the picture of like there's a guy throwing up spaghetti and then like someone's got their ass out and then like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um the, those are like like cursed images. Yes. Um are some like one of my favorite pages on Facebook is mm-hmm. Toilets with Threatening Auras. Love Toilets with Threatening Auras. <laughs> Big fan. There um, is um in the building we used to record our podcast in. There is a bathroom that has two toilets side by side, no partition. Oh, no. For just, if you really need some teamwork, if you need, like, to hold hands to get leverage, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, 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 you could stand on one toilet and shit and pee into Whoa. the other toilet. <laughs> Did you ever see the video of someone... Sitting on a toilet and then falling forward and sh- shitting from the floor <laughs> into the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> the internet is a, a strange cesspool mm-hmm. for just anything. Just anything. If you need something, they've got it. Yeah. Although uh, I was disappointed recently whenever I just I just had a thought mm-hmm. that was like, 
why hasn't there already been a remix of Fuck the Police with Stepping on the Beach with Spongebob? And I looked it up and it wasn't there. What? But like the hook. It's easy. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. So you got to do it. I I don't have time. (laughs) All right. That's true. (laughs) Like I totally would. But it's like, should I spend this next hour sending emails or should I spend this next hour for a meme? Yeah. And I don't make memes myself. I haven't gotten quite that low. More of a curator. (laughs) Yeah. I just, yeah, I just see the things and share them. But uh, I've gotten close to like. Like whenever um, Thor Ragnarok came out, this is I'm I'm pulling out dead memes, but like uh, go on, <laughs> um, you know the the let me smash yeah bird um, well, it was like uh at the end of Thor Ragnarok, whenever uh, Hulk was about to like kill uh, the big fire guy uh, and they were like. Hulk, for once in your life, don't smash. Yeah. And I was like, someone needs to Photoshop the bird's face on yeah. Hulk. Yeah, it's say, easy. Let me smash. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Um, but like, at, and again, I was faced with the same problem. It's like, do I... I also had a different phone then that had like no space on it. Yeah. So the, yeah. Can't make posts <laughs> on that guy. Yeah. But it's like, it'd be so easy to just... Put the bird's face on the Hulk. Yeah, easy. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, the weird thing is, too, is that, like, now we've gotten to the point to where you can have, like, a funny or strange thought mm-hmm. and then look it up to see if it exists already. And, and it, it does. might. Yeah. <laughs> it, it may not work 100% of the time, but it's, like, 80% of the yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> I There are so many things that I want to tweet that I look up and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. At this <laughs> point, just... Don't look. Just post it. You're right. What am I doing? Yeah. Because I feel the same way with music. Yeah. Like there's there's times when I'll make a melody or a song or something and I'll go, this is so like this is I'm proud of this. I feel good about this. But this sounds familiar. Like maybe it's because it came out of my brain, but it sounds so familiar that I'm pretty sure I've heard it before. And I might be stealing it. But there's no way of like searching melodies. Right. I can't just like, hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a careless whisper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. I was trying to steal careless whisper. My bad. <laughs> pretty cool, though. <laughs> um, there's some websites that like, kind of do it but it, it just doesn't work yet yeah we're not there yet we'll get there yeah no i'm sure eventually like google or alexa or mm-hmm. siri or whatever sort of super corporation that will merge together yeah and like because what's the government gonna do yeah nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah like if google and amazon and uh i don't know facebook and apple apple just like decided to like all right we're all one thing now yeah. The government's going to be like, oh, no. Right. They're, what are they going to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. It's like, haha, we hacked your website. Right. We already <laughs> did. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, eventually, it's just like. Yeah, we'll get there. Hey, Wiretap. Uh, yeah. What, what's the. <laughs> yeah. As soon as all the corporations just get on with it and overthrow the government. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's like, we were talking about sci-fi earlier, Mm -hmm. but like cyberpunk is even more my jam. Yeah. How close do you think we are to like ghost in the shell levels of maybe not ghost in the shell. That's a little distant. Maybe like blade runner. (laughs) Oh, six years. (laughs) <laughs> Shit, yeah it's well no six is not i would say 15 years probably okay yeah yeah because yeah. but i will say it's coming like stuff's not gonna get better no no no. yeah <laughs> um none of this like we like do something really radical mm-hmm. really quickly yeah but even then like um 2049 probably right. the best sequel ever made mm-hmm. um but um it it has like glimpses of like it looks like there was a war or something yeah. here, and they're just like, but it's here. Okay, never mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so even if there was like some sort of civil war, just yeah. like World War Twelve, mm-hmm. whatever might happen, it'll still like, eh, corporations still yeah. rise up out of it, and <laughs> um, which is so one of the questions that I ask on the last podcast is like, what are you optimistic about? Oh no. But like what, what are you sort of like cynically optimistic about? Like, Oh, I can't wait for the sex robots. Like, what are you? <laughs> um, I think VR is going to get a lot better. I hope so. VR kind of sucks right now. I don't know. My like roommates got a vibe. Well, it's really cool. But, like, the barrier to entry is so high. That's very true. That, like, there's just no content for it because no one's going to buy it. Yeah. And so, like, if someone made a freaking, like, Last of Us caliber game Mm -hmm. for VR, even still, people would be like, I don't want to wear a headset for, like, eight hours. Yeah. So, I mean, because people definitely play games like that in, like, a sitting. So, like... How many times are you going to be throwing up just from, like, wearing that headset for, like, four hours straight? Yeah. So. I don't know, man. I used to do that. <laughs> With the Vive. Really? Yeah. It's, like, pretty good. <laughs> what games? Um, I would play... There was one called Robo Recall. Okay. That is very satisfying. <laughs> it's just... You just got to shoot a bunch of robots. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of different upgrades for your guns. Mm. And the combat is really fluid Mm -hmm. because it's all like teleporting behind people and like grabbing them and throwing them and like Mm -hmm. it's real satisfying yeah yeah can you deal with like the the actual movement no like does that make you sick yeah yeah but i i tried it for a little bit um and i felt like the the free movement mm -hmm. was fine but then um I think it was the PSVR one where, like, you were, like, an alien and, like, jumping from, like, different asteroids or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that, like, not only did it, like, it changed what down was as you were flying to a different one. And, like, I felt like whenever the screen, like, turned, Mm -hmm. I was like, I felt my stomach, like, turn with it. And I'm like, "Mm, not right now. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean... (laughs) Like, there was that other one, um, Eagle's Flight or something. Eagle's Flight is fun. Um, but that's free movement. Yeah. And you're just... Does that make you sick? Yeah, it does. (laughs) But I like it. (laughs) I can only do it for, like, 20 minutes at a time, Mm -hmm. but it's still good. 
you think AR is going to? That's tough. I think AR is a tougher sell. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Pokemon Go was probably the best we're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. Also, Pokemon Go is definitely like another like corporation. Definitely. Data mining all of your. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's Niantic, which was a subsidiary of Google back Mm -hmm. in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, yeah, definitely data mining. Yeah. Um, I actually don't play. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, I never did. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, whenever I, I did find that out, I was like, hmm, well, yeah, that makes me feel good a job. bit better about that. Yeah. But I also sometimes I'm just like super hipster about stuff. It's like, yeah, oh, well, I'm not getting into that because blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I, I tend to not get into stuff until everyone's already been into it for a little while mm. uh, because I'm worried it might be stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing I just started that everyone's been watching forever is JoJo's. I finally started JoJo's. There's, there's a friend of mine who is like vehemently trying to get me to watch JoJo. No, I know. Yeah, your friend's right. I, I know I don't have to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, wait, wait, you know this friend. It's Zeke. He, he goes to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Zeke's right. Zeke's yeah, yeah. right to try to get you to watch JoJo's. Yeah. It's all just beautiful hunks doing grievous harm to each other. Yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, I also really appreciate the fact that it's like, really fucking gay it's and like no one cares so gay it's deeply gay yeah yeah (laughs) it oh love that show because it's been going a while yeah um and the whole time people were just like yeah it's all gay it's all it's gay (laughs) yeah it's great um no i i still haven't seen like game of thrones for example me neither um and i i tried to watch it but i just hate being upset and it's like (laughs) a show for people who love to be upset yeah. I mean, I did watch all of Black Mirror, but th- that's a different kind of upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't done that one either. Oh, okay. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm messing up. It's, I'd say it's worth it, but like, it really fucks you up. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm already so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um, Devil Man Crybaby. I did watch Devil Man Crybaby. And that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like so I watched the first episode mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this right now. Yeah. And so I like waited a while mm-hmm. before continuing to watch it. And then I like I think I rewatched the first episode and I was like, oh, oh, yeah. And then I just binged it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah. And yeah, that show fucked me up <laughs> it was wild yeah <laughs> it's quality but like definitely wild man. yeah <laughs> um there's also like it's weird um so like how old are you 26 okay uh i'm 23 yeah and um it's weird looking at people's like ages and birth years and still feeling old even though i'm only like three yeah. or four years older than them. Yeah. Um, but it's because of the like millennium thing. Yep. Um, I, I'm forming this sentence backwards or this, this explanation backwards. Go but, on. So I'm, I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> but like, so, uh, for, for my recital, I, I've had to like contact a whole bunch of different people and get people to play my stuff. Um, and people whose like emails are like first name, last name, 99, first name, last name, 2000. And I'm like, yeah, 
That's messed up. <laughs> like, I was born in 95, so yeah. I'm not even that much older than them. Right. But it's still so weird yeah. to, like, you're in college now. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Like, here in a couple of years, people born in the year 2000 will be able to drink. That's, that's just a, yeah. Anyways, um, but, like, there's also people younger than me that listen to stuff that's, like, way older yeah that i missed out on because yeah. i'm 23 right uh <laughs> but like i have friends that are younger than me that are like whoa you've never listened to like the velvet underground yeah and i'm like like i know i should yeah but also why have you yeah because it's the velvet underground and the year is 2019 well but also <laughs> you're supposed to get into the velvet underground when you're 20 those are the I didn't get into them until I was 25 mm. and I felt like I was late, but they're good. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Right. But it, it's still just like, I don't know why. Is there going to be a point where like that stuff stops catching up? I don't know. I've thought about this a lot and I, I'm not sure. Because like, yeah, go ahead. there's stuff from like the 40s that everybody knows is great music but that we don't listen to mm -hmm. and that isn't part of our canon right it's like the canon for our generation starts at elvis mm -hmm. um yeah even though that's not where i don't know so all that to say who knows right well because like i don't know like how much of a hipster would you be to be like oh you haven't listened to woody guthrie it's right like, Come on. Yeah, that's an old canon, but like I don't really need to be hearing like old like right. recordings of Woody Guthrie singing This Land is Your Land. Like yeah. which yes, I've listened to, but like yeah. I get it. Right. <laughs> you already did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because at some point the recording got good enough to where it's still like Yeah, and it like, starts right around the sixties. Yeah, exactly. And so you can listen to the Beatles today and it sounds like a quality record yeah. of today mm -hmm. um, because recording technology got to that point. Right. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, it's kind of weird hearing like Paul McCartney's voice really clearly mm -hmm. in like pristine. Mm -hmm. But hey, that was in the 60s <laughs> um i don't know if like will there be like a digital divide like whenever the <laughs> um i don't think so because that that transition was like uh 90s into the 2000s yeah um or is that like that weird pop like <clears throat> fake like i don't know what that britney spears sound is yeah i don't know how they make it because it sounds like it's just like stock samplers or whatever mm -hmm. but like i don't know how to make that sound with real instruments because it's not real instruments right you can't but i don't know what that is <laughs> i don't know i think there are certain sounds that are just lost to time yeah like certain like <laughs> late 60s analog synth noises that we just can't make anymore mm -hmm. but like i don't know like i f there's i spent a lot of time thinking about 
different music and like, oh, how did they do that sound? Yeah. And like, I can actually still listen to the Beatles and try and like parse through and go, oh, that's how they kind of did that. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, the 90s there, like, I don't know how Bye 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 sounds like oh, Bye yeah. Bye Bye. No, I have, n- <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Because it's like, it's like strings and percussion synthiness, but mm-hmm. not like good. Right. <laughs> it's like a Casio keyboard from yeah. that era. Yeah. But like highly produced too. Right. I don't it's know what wild. it is. <laughs> um. Are there are there staples of that with like entertainment? Because like I feel like music tends to transcend that, but like people don't go back and go like, "Oh man, I love watching Happy Days." Like, yeah, there are like the, it's so so hard for comedy to be timeless like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain shows that transcend. Cheers. <laughs> I can go back and watch Cheers. Like, mm. I got into Cheers two years ago, and okay. it's a perfect show. Okay. Um, any Marx Brothers movie, mm. Duck Soup specifically, um, holds up. <laughs> well, Duck Soup is perfect. You got to do yourself a favor. <laughs> it is the perfect comedy, and not just because it's 69 minutes long. <laughs> um, so it's real tight, but it's also, but also 69. It's also 69, right. <laughs> but it's also denser than anything else I've ever seen, joke-wise, mm. because – the way they would do those scripts is they mm. would tour it as a vaudeville show mm. all around the country for like a couple of years. Okay, yeah. And every night they would take out any joke that didn't work and they would put in new jokes. Mm. So by the end of it, it like it was just a yeah, yeah. perfectly hardened, yeah, sharpened yeah. That's true. <laughs> dagger of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh that's how I feel about Futurama. Yeah, Futurama's perfect. Um because Every line is either a setup or a punchline. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's no wasted content in Futurama. It's incredible. <laughs> and I don't know how they did like, what, nine seasons was it? Yeah. Nine whole seasons of just joke, 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 joke. And all of them. The later season, not as good. Yeah, sure. But all of it just like top notch. It's insane. <laughs> Also, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Holds up. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think I tried watching uh, older George Carlin. Yeah. Um, it's tough. You just can't. Yeah. And it like, I don't know. There, there's some things that like music seems to hold up in a different way mm-hmm. because it's poetic and like those sort of emotional sentiments can carry over. Right. But like the way that people talk Mm -hmm. in certain times, like watching George Carlin on stage with bell bottoms was already like, all right, I know I'm in for like something different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't that far off. Sure. But it was still like, it's still like, a ways. Yeah. Like, even what people called, like, controversial then, mm-hmm. it's, like, mild now. Right. Right. And <laughs> vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Like, yeah, people just saying the N-word. Right. Like, 
fully white straight people just say, saying just it. saying the n-word on stage yeah and getting laughs is like oof. yeah oof. wild <laughs> i don't know i mean is there evergreen stand-up stand-up is hard yeah to it's so so of the moment mm-hmm. and so ephemeral mm-hmm. it's one of those things that has I mean, it's real hard to do stand-up that stands the test of time Mm. because so much of it is based on things that are relatable to -to day-to-day life and day-to-day life changes so much. Mm -hmm. Unless you're doing jokes about, you know, whatever, Frankenstein. Right. Or like, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or like relationships. Right. Like. Stuff that doesn't go away. Still, but everyone's done all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, like slapstick. Slapstick. Yeah, is evergreen. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could you can watch any like Rush Hour. Yeah. Now, and still be like, uh-huh, you got yeah. Head. It's good. <laughs> it's good if it's timed right. It's good. Yeah. Um. Also, just classic Jack Jackie Chan movies. Any classic Jackie Chan yeah. is perfect. Not necessarily because of comedy, but, like, it's just so cool to watch. But also because of the comedy. But also because of the comedy. Uh, (laughs) You ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? Yes. That one is so good. It's perfect. All that guy's old movies that he made that were just, like, in China, low budget. Mm -hmm. There's a shitload of them, and they're all good. He made one called The King of Comedy. (sighs) Yeah. Kung Fu Hustle is so perfect because it, like, does slapstick in such a way that it's like, is this too much? Yeah. Let's do more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Looney Tunes. Yeah. But it's so good. It's perfect. <laughs> um, they're making another one. Yeah. And. Good. I don't. It's weird nowadays because I, I like have to be skeptical about sequels. Right. Because of the way that Hollywood just squeezes the ever yeah everything about yeah anything so i worry about kung fu hustle too yeah but i don't know (laughs) um i trust him it's not like it's you know he wouldn't do it if he didn't have an idea that's true that's true he already made a bunch of movies yeah (laughs) (laughs) um is there what do you want to see sequels of? That's a good question. That's <laughs> that's fun. Um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I want to see a sequel of The Last Mimsy. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, do you know about this movie? I guess not. Um, so, it was a movie that was in like... Hey, uh, gang. Alex here. It seems like we lost a bunch of audio uh, where I was about to explain what happens in the last Mimsy and why I think it's good on. We, we lost all that audio, but in retrospect, I don't think we needed it. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, uh, I think we can just uh, move on. <laughs> uh, okay. So what I had asked before I noticed that I, which is good. It's good that I checked. Yes. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what makes a comedian like a comedian's comedian? Um, I, th- they have to be, 
not a mainstream household name. Okay. Um, and they've got to be someone who I think does something that would make another person say, is that even jokes? <laughs> sure. Because the thing every comedian is tired of is jokes. Mm, <laughs> so that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when you see a comic do something that's not jokes, but that is still funny, mm-hmm. it explodes your brain. Mm-hmm. And then they become the favorite comedian of every comedian. Yeah, yeah. My favorite comics comics are, uh, my favorite is Eddie Pepitone. I don't know. I love Eddie Pepitone so much. He's just like an old, like yelling man. Okay. But he put out my favorite, second favorite special of 2012 after Chelsea Peretti's. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yep. <laughs> um, I feel like going back to memes, like there are memes that do that. Yep. That it's like, if you're a meme lord, mm-hmm. only you will get this. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it's the same with music. Mm-hmm. Like there's music that is for musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all you know, bullshit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's also like there's two layers to that though because there's like there's musicians' music which is like oh this combined this thing and mm-hmm. this thing and that's really cool. Yeah, like jazz from hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's also like like. John Cage 433. Right, yeah. Which is like, you have to explain the concept and why it's cool before showing them that it's cool. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, well, maybe you're... Calm down. You're going a little off the deep end. But, like, that's the thing, is that, like, um, Milton Babbitt was a mathematician and composer. Yeah. And so he did, like, highly structured serialism called total serialism, Mm -hmm. where he, like, used the numbers to, like, make totally atonal music yeah uh and like mathematically so yeah and it's like super cool sure to analyze (laughs) right i don't need it it sounds awful right all 12 tone does not sound great right um for any for the three of you that really enjoy 12 tone music sorry i'm not i'm not sorry i am uh (laughs) but like it's a little too yeah inside there and it's like just make it sound good it's bad for your ears yeah all right well we've been troubleshooting enough so fuck it yeah plug yourself <laughs> all right um follow me on twitter at sirius sanchez come to my open mic on sunday nights the paseo plunge at seven o'clock it's called public access listen to my podcast it's called the praise down it's about christian music it's very good yeah um and again thank you for doing this with me thank you for having me really appreciate you me too. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find everything that I do on my website. Oh, yeah, we should probably say our names. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Alex Sanchez. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. Leave comments and reviews on the podcast stuff. I was in the podcast with my three, three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.